All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. I am your host, Knox. How you doing? Uh, with me today is Ernie. <coughs> Sorry, I forgot to take my mask off. Oh, Big Ern. <laughs> uh, it's a wonderful day. Big Ern's here. And uh, who's this uh, guy in the tall pants to my right? Tall pants? I'm wearing sweatpants for the first time in public since 1937, so that's pretty cool. I feel yeah. comfortable as fuck. Thanks nice. for uh, dressing up for us. Yep, fuck you guys. I'm then, staying comfy. And then with the, as well, back from her staycation in South Dakota, Jade. It was grand, and I am so glad to be home. Stripper dorms are not the place to be, just so you know. I don't know. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Hello, my kids from a sperm bank, since I can't keep a man because in addition to my Jillian neuroses, I have a weird-looking vagina. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love Archer. There's a new one. I say I that. Not, I had not heard that whole quote. Yeah, I say that one just for you, just for your comeback. It's been a bit, so good to see you back in the dungeon. It's uh, as you can tell, it's been quite the change since you were here last. It's bright Despite and the weird sunny, vagina. and yeah. it, mine's not weird. But I saw some weird shit while I was gone. Let me tell you what. I'm excited about talking about the dungeon. Can we not talk about weird vaginas? We won't no. talk about weird vaginas. <laughs> I really like that. I can't your... say that we won't. You I'm might. not going to guarantee anything mm-hmm. myself. I really like that Knox has his uh, his Batman comic book collection in the corner, just posted up. It's really wonderful that you finally have a space for all of those. Well, I got to bring down my uh, action figures yet and my movie posters. You mean your dolls? My dog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went over Your action figures, honey! God damn it. <laughs> not one of them has done an action, though. They're still in a box. I'd call them dolls. Yeah, they're all in a box. <laughs> they uh, keep their uh, quality better that way if you don't open them up, right? Yeah. And they're the, worth more. They're worth yeah, they're more. worth more because then you have all the parts there and they're not handled and the paint's not rubbed out. Yes, but so, you don't yeah, get to play with them. I, I have... So... Um, I inherited salt and pepper shakers for my great grandmother. Oh, of course. And yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of them. So my family decided that I now collect them. But I have oh, great. Uh, Batman and Catwoman salt and pepper shakers, and they're actually like magnetic and they fit together. It's really great. Ah, sweet. They're, I'll send you a picture later. It's pretty cool. Let me know if you ever want to sell them. Yeah, let me know if you want to sell them. Well,. They were a gift, so I don't know if I can. But anyways, what are we doing today, Knox? Well, yeah, producer of dicks. Uh, <laughs> uh, today, uh, I originally scheduled this episode for Santa Al's return for this year, for 2020. Um, unfortunately, uh, Ernie got the COVID, and, yep. and um, we needed a break from the podcast, so trying to reschedule him in, uh, during the... Uh, <laughs> Holiday, Holiday season. season is really uh, uh, a feat and in, in a futility. Uh, so I won't be able to get a hold of uh, Santa Al to come back until after the holidays. So I, I didn't want s- these beers to be sitting in my fridge for that long. So I had questions for him because I wasn't on last year. So I, I had I had some shit I needed to work through from Christmas past. Oh. But- <laughs> yeah, boy. he was awesome. He was a he's a fun guy. Well, Maybe it would be good to get him on afterwards, though, and we can find out what he does. On the off season, after that's Mostly, a good idea. He Mostly drinks at Wild Terra. Oh, he drinks at yeah. Wild Terra. He yeah. drives bus or a like shuttle bus. And then um, I do know that he really likes what is it? Uh, Making toys. No, Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort. There you go. And Coke Zero. Yep. 
That was a good episode. Yep. It was. We we love you, Santa L. Shout out from the yeah. It'd be interesting to <laughs> how uh, reviews, guys. the 2020 holiday season is going to be different than the other what hundred and whatever seasons he's. You know, uh, I'm going to guess warmer. I would guess yeah, uh, right. I so would far, also, yes. Yeah. Well, so far temperature wise, yes, warmer. But I would also venture to say uh, with lots of plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can just go. Just my he can just comb his beard over I his wonder, face, and that's mask, right? I wonder if he's got Mrs. Claus sewing masks, or if she delegated that to some elves. We should. We should we, probably. We're gonna have to. Sh- gonna I'll have to write this down. Write this we're gonna down, have like, to ask. Do the reindeer need to wear masks too? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so. No, I don't believe that. Animals. Enough. Okay. Mm. All right. Strike one, two more, and you're fucking out, and I'm fucking keeping track. Are you sure that wasn't yours? Oh, crap. Oops. Never mind, then it's, we're not judging. <laughs> but then there's nine innings. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is uh, interesting, but hey, let's go. Uh, let's. I haven't figured out the order that we're going to do these in yet. So we're going to push pause, and we're going to get our first advertisement out of the way, and we'll be right back shortly. Yay. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know. Maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I don't know. Uh, that's why I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, Turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. Wasn't that a All right, we're back from our break. Crossfade. And we're going to figure out that we're going to do the Bud Light Seltzers first. Yes, Woo, we have Bud, Boy. Bud Light Seltzers on Yay. the podcast again. I came all the way over here for this. That's my favorite. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's not. But. but this is the ugly sweater variety pack. So this is a little different. So this is what uh, BudLight.com says. Three delicious new holiday flavors, peppermint patty, ginger snap, and apple crisp, paired with winter classic cranberry, all dressed in an ugly sweater, ready and waiting for you to share with friends and family. It's 5% ABV, 100 calories per 12-ounce can, less than one gram of sugar, and two grams of carbs. So we got four flavors that that are supposed to be with the holiday season. And it says, Bud Light Seltzer's unique five-step filtration process ensures a clean finish with no lingering aftertaste. Our natural carbonation and quality ingredients, like sparkling water, real cane sugar, and natural fruit flavor, create a light and bubbly seltzer for any occasion. What do you think, guys? 
I think it's going to be filtered six times here in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, My it, liver's about to do some work. It looks like a glass of water. Yeah. So, yep. so wait, 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 wait. What are you guys sidecarring right now? You got some apple brandy, some Tattersall, right? What do you got? We're all drinking Tattersall. All, yep. Okay. So it's sweet, sweet And day. some Red Bull, because I need it. And I have my coffee <laughs> and my water and... Okay. Excellent. Have you have you smelled this yet? Anybody? I haven't done anything yes. with this, but okay. so well, the, it's about time you did. So the goal is to not have an aftertaste, huh? That's what they said in the, oh, in the original. Then they add the flavors afterwards. Okay. It smells just like apple crisp. This smells really good, actually. It just smells. Just I was like it. I was coming here thinking that it's not going to be overwhelming flavor. It's not going to be overwhelming uh, aromas. I was thinking it's just going to be kind of like the Lacroix thing. What I always kind of say about <laughs> seltzers, it's going to be hints of these things so yeah on the nose holy fuck me right it, it almost makes me want to taste it it smells like um a wax scent that i would put in my scentsy pot actually it smells really really great i would warm warm that up and let my you, house smell like it you get the 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 crusty parts in the in the aroma as well crusty parts <laughs> well, yeah, well who doesn't want change crust? your underwear then well, you know the crust that's what i'm talking about crusty parts fuck me I'm going to start this off by saying Shoot. I do not like sparkling water. I do not like seltzers. I It's that weird, like, aspartame kind of flavor yeah. that you get. And Re- I refined or um, yeah, almost like refinery type to it. Yeah. It's so smooth. It's waxy. Mm-hmm. I can't. I will not drink a sparkling water unless it's the only thing put in front of me that I can possibly have, as Knox has one. Well, I have an unsweetened one. Oh, so, okay. And it's the Moscow Mule, so I'm mm. sort of drinking with you guys. That sounds delicious, but it's that weird it's taste dry. that comes with them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, that taste doesn't linger in this. So I feel like I will be more inclined to drink more of it and get past that taste mm-hmm. and actually appreciate the the apple that's to it. It's certainly bubbly, and it, I, I don't know that it has a... Well, it's got apple-y and like a caramelization flavor to it a little bit. I, this is actually really good. I and it's crystal like clear. It. Oh, yeah. Just like a really, like a clearly Canadian seltzer water. And there the is day. no aftertaste. It's... Here I am now. See you later. Yep. See you next Christmas. Definitely. And yeah. <laughs> I no, it, would drink more of it. I agree. It's it's it smells more powerful than it tastes. Yes. Which is probably good cuz this I think just has I'm a the light, same way. Yep, just a light <laughs> taste. Not overwhelming and and it does go away so it doesn't linger too long. All right. So yeah, I I I actually like this. It's pretty good. I don't really have anything. I, I think it's light and crisp. Uh, pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. I definitely smell apple more than I taste apple. So it's just a quick I, hit and gone? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the flavor is fleeting. Are you guys want to rate this one real quick? Yeah. But, yeah what the heck? Well. Let's try something different. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're going to throw this shit out of us at left field? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who wants to start? Oh, shit. I will. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3-5. Because I would go back to it. It's not something that I hate, but it also that taste is so fleeting. Ernie. Right. Um, uh, see, I'm going to have to a little bit more because it is. I do like it for a seltzer. It's, it's really good. Um, I'm going to have to give it a probably a 475. 
Holy shit buckets, that's way oh, up there. I've been gone for a while. I forgot we could do quarters. <laughs> quarters, yeah. <laughs> Chris? I, I'm gonna go a little hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna be right in between you guys with a four four point two five. All right. Son of a bitch, Bud Light, you got me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. That actually All right. pleasantly surprised. So the average for the Bud Light Apple Crisp is 4.16666. Fucking shout at the devil. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. Speak loudly at the devil. Yes, yes, <laughs> Be Jan. aggressive yeah. towards the devil. I do have it. Hail That's Satan. Fantastic. I love that you have that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is the ginger snap, correct? This is my favorite correct. can out of them. All right, keep Why? going. You like Describe the Argyle kind of pattern on the can? Like what? Well, no, it's just, it's just a, like the colors. It's just got the little ginger snap. Dude, it's gold and colorful oh. with blue. Okay, all right. I think that's. It smells like I'm going to eat a molasses cookie. Right. So I was expecting a little more of the ginger. I mean, it's like a darker ginger mm-hmm. flavor. I uh, am a huge fan, and we almost always have Canada dry ginger ale at my house. We drink it a lot because I fucking love it. I just do. And so I was thinking that along those lines, that brighter ginger, but this is a much darker version of that. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> Please keep I that. I agree. It definitely has a lighter <laughs> aroma than the apple crisp, but it's uh, you do get that. It's that deep baking. Yep. You do get that ginger in it. Stuff, yeah. you know. It's definitely a cookie, not a. Right. Not a ginger ale. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's what that's my favorite uh, part about like holiday stuff like this is like ginger snap cookies, man. Those are like I don't like them much around any other time of the year, unless but like, when you're cold and lonely and hoping for a good gift. Yep, it just reminds me of my grandma's baking. Sometimes she was a uh, she's a little bake, bit of a baker when uh, went to her place for Christmas. How about you guys? Oh, definitely. I she never baked for me at all. <clears throat> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> We always did um, the sugar cookies, and I had to cut them out. So I got very good at making them fit close together, so I didn't waste the dough. So you started out with Tetris pretty well. <laughs> yes. Made. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Definitely. No, that's pretty good though. I I, I kind of like it. I, I'm yeah, impressed by the the depth of flavor that you get out of it. But again, it goes away right away like a seltzer. I'm getting a little more of a linger than the last one. It still does fade off, but you kind of get that ginger that hangs out for just a second longer than the last. So you got to do that North Dakota goodbye. <laughs> See you later. It takes it 20 so, minutes for it to leave. <laughs> right. So this one's a little bit sharper on the flavor, a little, little bit, um, got a little bit more bite. Is it just as sweet as the apple? Or? I, I, I wouldn't even say sharper. I wouldn't no. say that it has, it's I think like it's, a cookie. It's deeper. Uh, the, the apple was bright and punchy. Yeah. It was there. Bam. And it had that little caramel. This, like I said, has that baking, like, deep flavor to it. it it's not bright. It, it's more, this is more something that you drink by the campfire. Molasses right? cookie. Yeah. You, oh, you, yeah, okay. So you sit, you're sitting around the fireplace at the end of the night with this one. Where with the apple crisp, this is where you're starting bacon, starting in the morning, you're fucking going. You're ready to go, man. <laughs> nice. I think it's a little drier. It, it dries the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think the taste lingers. I think it lingers just right. I think it's a, it doesn't stay too long, but it's still there. I don't. I don't. It's okay. I, I think I like the 
Apple Crisp a little better, but I agree. All right, so, so let's numbers number this does start at Ernie three point five zero. I'm gonna go three point five as well. I gave the last one a three point five, so I'm gonna bring this down to a three. I did definitely like the other one better. Okay, so right on mediocre. I still haven't found a Engelbert Humperdinck Center yet. <laughs> God damn it, I'm going to find one one of these days. I swear it. All right. So the average for the Ginger Snap by Bud Light is 3.3333. Ah, it's just, only half evil. Right. <laughs> it's like Little Nicky. <laughs> just average. Just average evil. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, the third one? That yeah. one's going to be the Cranberry, correct? Yes. Yes. Cranberry next. I hope it comes out salt like the can of cranberries. No? Damn it. Well, to me, cranberry is just uh, like a, one of those mainstays like black cherry in the seltzer world, right? Yeah. So, I would think so do you kinda... guys prefer like cranberries or do you guys like the canned cranberry? I kinda, it goes, well, you slide I don't, it out and cut it in slices? I'm not sure about... The, I like the stuff that comes in a can, but it has the chunks of cranberries in it. Ah. All right. Not a big fan of the can. If it... When it just... Yeah, pops right down. I like how we got our own sound. And how would you make that noise, Jade? (laughs) Wow. Okay. And you have some sort of hex on you now. Here I thought we were just all hanging out, having a good time together, but fuck me, I guess. (laughs) Well, while we're sipping on this cranberry one, uh, uh, Ernie, what are some of your holiday or Christmas food kind of traditions for your family or traditions in general? What do you do during the holidays for Christmas? Uh, usually we would get together on Christmas Eve, the 24th, and that's kind of when we'd have supper together, usually uh, my mother, and then over at my sister's. And, uh, you know, if my daughters could be there, great. Uh, my sister has a couple kids, too, you know. We'd all get together. And, Is that Kim? Yes. Hi, Kim. Kim. And uh, she would usually, you know, bake a bunch of food, you know, twice as much than we need, and always worry if there was enough. Right. <laughs> And uh, then we'd eat, and then usually we'd sit around, uh, watch maybe a little TV or something, and then um, then we'd uh, exchange gifts. And usually the youngest in the right (laughs) kickbox style MMA, Uh, but usually the youngest was in charge of handing out the gifts. Yep, my family too. And then usually the oldest would start opening them up. But uh, I, which so we started since the family is continuing to grow. We were just started where we'd pick names and just have to buy the gift for that one person instead of having to buy gifts for my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law and my niece and nephew and, of course, my own kids and all these people. So, And uh, this year I suggested, well, we're all kind of getting up there in age. I mean, even the, the youngest, which would be uh, my sister's daughter, Allie, I believe. She's the youngest out of all of us. Anyways, mm-hmm. she's just about done with college. She's going to be getting her doctorate's degree. So it's like, we're all at that age to where if I want something, I'll just go buy it. (laughs) Right. So I suggested um, last year that for this year, we all put uh, a name of charity. And then the $20 that we would have maxed out on buying a gift for one person, we all put in 20 bucks and whatever charity we draw out, each person picks their own charity and whatever charity we draw out of the hat, that's what we give the money to. Well, that's, oh, that's fucking awesome. Cool. That's pretty cool, so, Ernie. Good on you, Ernie. Yeah, I mean, we don't need more stuff. If I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, usually, usually it's not I get booze. like a. I usually I get a gift certificate to like a Meets by John and Wayne. Yeah, mm. 
and uh, you can't go wrong getting a that you know, if you can't gift eat it, drink it, or wear it. Fuck it. Their blueberry sausage is the brats. Brats. Yeah. The blueberry brats are the best thing to wake up and eat when you're camping. Just cook it right there over the fire. It's like you have breakfast and lunch kind of all in one because it's a brat and it's the nice. blueberry. It's wonderful. Nice. All right, let's get back to this beer. What do you or uh, what do you guys think of this one? This cranberry flavor, just normal. I I like it. It smells kind of sweet for cranberry. I, I when I think cranberries, I think tart. Okay. This smells sweeter than that. I like a vodka cran. It's it's got that ocean spray ish cranberry wow. to it. I kind of like that though. Yeah, I, yep. I, this smells. It's sweet. A little more like grenadine than full on cranberry is kind of what I'm. So it's not that dryness or tartness of right. a regular cranberry. It's just that cranberry sweetness flavor to it. It's a little more tart and uh, effervescent. Like it explodes in your mouth more. <laughs> <laughs> New sounder. Ayo. Again, it doesn't. The taste doesn't linger. I like that about these. That the taste doesn't sit there. It's got a surprising amount of tart when you taste it, though. Especially since it smells so sweet. Yep. It really kind of kicks your taste buds, makes you wake up a little bit. I agree with everything you guys said. All right. Throw some numbers on it. Who think, hasn't started this yet? this goes away a little quicker than the other two I'll so far. I'll start though. this one. It does go away a little quicker. I'd say this one... Uh, I. <laughs> I kind of liked it a little bit more than the ginger snap, so I'm going to have to go (laughs) 3.75. I did the same logic and said (laughs) 3.25. And I gave it a 4. So the average for the cranberry is 3.66666. You can hail Satan. All right. <laughs> so I was not like, too bad. I'm, I'm so far, they're all uh, a little above average. The worst one. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I know. I'm kind of excited for this one now. This next one is the uh, is the peppermint one. So peppermint this is going to go weird different directions than the last ones, right? Because it's so much more well peppermint instead of fruitier. Yeah, let's see how minty this one really is. Is it going to be mouthwash and toothpaste I feel like this is going to be like the worst version of Ice Hole. (laughs) Which is already a bad version (laughs) of Rumple Mints. I just grabbed my Red Bull. I really want to actually kind of cleanse my palate between those two because I don't want the cranberry to taint the... I I do have crackers. Pepper. Do you guys want to... You want a cracker? This is almost smelling like a... Thank you. What would you do? Klondike bar? Klondike bar. Yeah. Let me sit way back here. So you don't hear me chewing. Oh, no no masticating. (laughs) I I prefer that. No mastication on the fucking... In the microphone. I love asking people if they think it's weird when people masticate in the kitchen. They just look at their faces because they don't know what masticate means. (laughs) Yeah, no, kids shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> All right, make now yourself the, go blind if you do that too much. Now that the palate is cleansed and you guys are smelling it. Oh, it's real sweet. I like it. It's Klondike bar, sort of, right? It makes me or, think of a Thin Mint. Thin Mints. No, fuck. What am I thinking of? Little Girl Scout cookie things? Yeah, that's... No, that's not what I'm thinking of. Pepper, well, maybe just a peppermint patty. Peppermint is that what patty. they're called? This smells great. All right, taste, Ernie? Like an off version of a yeah. pe- peppermint 
candy, hard candy, maybe a little bit. It smelled so good, and then it let me completely down on the taste. There's a little hint of that peppermint. You don't get a lot of the chocolate from the pan. Yeah. It's 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 is it really, ice hole? It's really fucking watered down. It's not ice hole. Okay, so it's not that it, bad. This is really watered down version. You don't get a lot of punch from it. You don't yeah. get a lot of... There's no exuberant flavor. It Really, there isn't, though. It's There's not a lot of flavor in this at all. I feel like I'm drinking bubbly water that is just kind of after you drank a mint 45 minutes ago. Slightly more refresh or slightly more like bright than a normal water, I guess. It, hmm. it really doesn't have much to it. Yeah. Like somebody mouthwashed and then backwashed your clear side. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, pretty close. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in it. Yeah, it's I just save wa- this for last cuz we thought Bam, this is going to be peppermint. It's a water, but you rimmed the glass with a peppermint patty. You just smeared it a little bit. Oh, gotcha. It, you held it next to the glass. But that like weird seltzer taste also doesn't linger. So, I mean, there's a plus for it. All right. Yeah. Throw some numbers on this one. Uh, 2.75. Oof, there you go. A little bit of a hit. A little, little less than average, but not terrible. Chris? Uh, two. Yeah, I'm going to go with him and say two. Miss Velvet? It, uh, yeah. All right, so the average for the peppermint patty by Bud Light is 2.25. Oof. So, uh, so far out of these four, the seltzers, uh, the winner is the Apple Crisp at 4.1666. Yeah, I had to pick that going into it. <laughs> kind of expected so, that. My favorite way. flavor out of all of them to begin with, just on name alone. Yeah, I was really surprised. That was a really good one. Right? I wish they would have went the Jones Soda route, though, and done like a, a full dinner. Turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All blended together. I never got to try them, but you guys remember Jones Soda, right? Yep. Yeah. They Yes. They actually had, you could buy a six pack. One of them was turkey. One was mashed potatoes and gravy. One was stuffing. One was cranberry. Yeah. And Weird. I, and I saw it online, but I could never find them in town. So I just took a sip of that, <laughs> the apple, what is it? Apple whiskey that we have? Tattersall. It's a apple, brandy. apple brandy. Apple brandy. Um, I forgot that it was real liquor. And oh. it threw me off for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" It's not After nearly these as seltzers. That's a little, uh, a little punchy. <laughs> it's not nearly as light and effervescent as Ooh. the last four were. Definitely <laughs> warmed me up a little bit. All right, transition from that. Well, we'll, uh, no, I know everybody's asking the question in their heads at home. What do all four of them taste like together? Oh, God. oh. <laughs> all right, Chris. I get, I get a little bit of that uh, apple aroma. Above everything else. So I actually measured my pores. I didn't. Based off of logos. So this is equal parts. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you expect? That's my that's my expert analysis. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and with that drink drink separately. And with that, we'll uh, we'll get a word in from our sponsors. We'll be back with our last beers. Hey, give me the worst of everything. <laughs> That's what that does. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. 
Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by Ridgeview Liquors. Ridgeview Liquors is your best bet for service, selection, and savings. With the staff trained to help you find what you're looking for and the area's best selections of beer, wine, and liquor, plus weekly ads with amazing deals we can't think why you need to go to any liquor store. At Bridgeview, we pride ourselves in carrying a broad selection of products from tried and tested favorites to the newest items. We carry a selection of craft beer found nowhere else in the area, including sought-after breweries like Blackstack, The Brewing Project, Tin Whiskers, Stack Decked, Elephant, and many, many more. Our wine section is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller independent wineries and European wines of all types. Our liquor selection also prioritizes smaller products, Smaller products. <laughs> no, keep it in. No, I love the energy. I love the energy. Uh, smaller producers, as well as those hard to find bottles that others just don't seem to carry. So, whatever your beverage needs, stop in and check them out. We are sure they can help you find something to put a smile on your face. So, for the month of December, all Dark Horse wines are $5.99. You save $3. And Fargo Brewing Company, 12 packs are $3 off. And Fargo Brewing, 6 packs are $2 off. For the week uh, starting December 7th, you can get Coors or Coors Light 24-pack cans for less than 20 bucks. $19.49. That's less than a buck a beer. Uh, they also have Guinness 12-packs. You save 4 bucks on those. Um, and they have Vela wine uh, starting from $10.99 to $13.99. You can save anywhere from 3 to 4 bucks. From the 14th to the 20th, Kona 12-packs are $13.99. 19 Crimes Wines are $8.99, and you can save $5 on Boda Boxes at $15.99 apiece. Is Boda Box where you get your lips fuller? (laughs) (laughs) See, I look at it differently than y'all do. Uh, uh, The week from the 21st to the 27th, uh, you can save money on Tito's Vodka. So if you're going to hang out behind the command center and be in charge of playing videos all night when your friends get drunk, get Tito's Vodka. $29.99, $29.99, you save five bucks off of 175. Or you can uh, sit and hang out at your house, listen to episode 103 where we talk about brandies because uh, they have uh, $3 off of 175 of ENJ brandy for $18.99. And for the week of the 28th through January 3rd, you want to stop in because Andre Champagnes are $4.99. You save $3 off. Happy New Year. Yay. <laughs> and also, if you listen to some of our episodes, we also like New Amsterdam vodka. We think it's very solid Whew. for the price vodka. And, and then at, gin? Yep. And at $16.99 for a one seven five, you save four bucks on that one. So that'll be good for your New Year's Eve parties. Breaking news from Brews, Booze, and Reviews and Bridgeview Liquors. Save 10% off of all purchases at Bridgeview Liquors when you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews. That's right. Brews, Booze, and Reviews will save you 10% off of all purchases at Bridgeview Liquors. And that's the news from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. You forgot to mention that they got to mention it at checkout. Oh, yeah. Don't say it when you walk in. Say it at the counter when you're checking out. Brews, Booze, and Reviews save 10% at Bridgeview. That's the news. So stop into Bridgeview Liquor at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead or call them at 218-477-6162. From those of us at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, have a safe and happy holiday season, and may 2021 be so much better than 2020, it won't be hard. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, uh, should have been recording that. Oh, that was, man. Jeez. Uh, that was a fucking good one. Anyways, we're back from our uh, oh, advertising man. break. That and is pink. 
And uh, the first beer that we're going to have is the Bent Paddle Wilderness Tuxedo American Sour with Cranberry and Black Currant. It is very pink. If you go to bentpaddlebrewing.com, you can check it out there. It says, we love to dress to impress. Mother Nature and a button-up flannel is about as fancy as the wilderness needs us to be. We brewed an American Kettle Sour in the Berliner Weiss style to pair with the nostalgic flavors of cranberry and black currant. Easy going with a refreshing yet buttoned-up tartness, our cranberry black currant American Sour will take you along on its own adventure. It's a 5% ABV, with a 10 IBU, made with two-row wheat and acidulated malts. They use Jerry Low Hops, and that's it. <laughs> All right. So, I understand that. Holy, that's enough. That's it. Oh So, get a little soup on you. A little soup on my sleeve. Yes, boy. Sorry about that. I understand that cranberries might be a nostalgic flavor, but black currant. You guys do like hang out with black currants very much. Did we talk about that? Uh, they use those for the tart for to make something flavor really tart as a really tart berry. Sure, is that a nostalgic thing though? No. What do you mean by nostalgic thing? I, you read the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It says we brewed an American kettle sour and brewer Berliner Weiss style to pair with nostalgic flavors of cranberry and black currant. Well, I think the black currant might bring out the cranberry sauce, but. I just don't more? know what's but is it a, it's a new thing versus a nostalgic. Anyway, anyway I guess never fucking mind that one. <laughs> I'm not getting a huge smell off of this. No, pretty light. It doesn't look like there's a lot of head on it either, but it is no. very pink in color, like a, um not not like rose pink, but definitely cranberry. Yeah. Which I mean yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Strange. I wonder why Weird. they chose that. <laughs> what happened? Okay, what do you guys get on flavors? What on the palate? Ooh, boy, you made a face there, Ern. <laughs> she is tart. <laughs> yep. She's, it's a sour. It's been a while since you've had a sour, I think. It is. It has mm. been. I like it, though. <clears throat> Actually, yeah, it, it uh, doesn't linger too long, so it goes away. It kind of, like, punches you right in the side of the tongue on both sides there. And then it's uh, like, okay, here, to, here I am. See you later. So it's a, but it lingers longer than the seltzers, though. Correct the flavors. Yes. The flavors uh, yes. do. That I think what you're trying to relay, like the sourness, that tart, that that puck, make you pucker stuff, doesn't stay long. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. Keep drinking. It stays after you drink more of it. I promise. Tell you what, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> you, are you out of breath there, Jade? A little bit. She's she's a tart one. <laughs> I like it though. Like a little yeah, pain. it's really good. Uh, yeah. All right. That's actually not too bad. It's kind of bubbly, effervescent for a sour, or, or, or just hasn't been that long since I've had a sour. Are they all like that? Well, <laughs> they're all like, they're all kind of, yeah. I thought some of them were pretty thick. And Well, this isn't your smoothie sour, your double fruit right. smoothie sour. This is just a regular Berliner Weiss style kettle sour. I feel like the more I drink, the more it stays with me. <laughs> so it's got long legs for you. Uh, the sour uh, still to me. Uh, I finished my glass. I'm gonna have some more. Uh, yeah, we got a six pack. It's good flavor. Uh, really punchy. That sour is good and tart right away. Chris, uh, behind you, there's the receipts for this one on that ledge there. Could you hand me those cheese? receipts? The sure. one with the okay that we purchased this one on. I I don't get. I wonder if that black currant 
I know we've discussed this, but I have bad memory. It, that's like a darker. I mean, I know you said it. You added in there to like give it a little bit more tart. Um, so I don't know if that would be a, a like a darker fruit then, because honestly, I don't, I'm not sure if I get a lot of cranberry on this, and I'm just wondering if that black currant just kind of levels that cranberry out. It's I was trying to Google it, but Wikipedia is fighting with me right now, apparently. Yeah, I take that back. I do get a little bit of cranberry, but that tartness kind of... It's got a strong flavor and tannic finish. Their complex flavor profile consists of concentrated raspberry and blackberry, gooseberry, passion fruit, rose, and pine. Hmm. And that's from specialtyproduce.com. Thank you for that, Nux. <sighs> you bet. Yeah, this isn't bad, but I don't. I still don't really get that... Cranberry, a lot of it, anyways. Well, I think that's really all I taste is cranberry is the only like sweetness in it. I just get sweet cranberry, and then it kind of overwhelms with that sour notes. Uh, I think where the black currant takes over, then it all kind of dissipates, and it leaves you with a little bit of that um, cranberry aftertaste. The finish, uh, kind of that dry. Finish. Oh, what's the word? Tannins. It's very like you can still kind of feel that same grape tanniny kind of feeling in your mouth afterwards. Yep. That's a black yeah. currant. Okay. Okay. That's what that is. That's a black currant. Yeah. All right, we won. Almost. Yeah. Like, I used a word today. <laughs> it's like I think it brings out like the must of the berries more. Like you're like crushing it like grapes. You, you, the skin of it brings out that kind of tannic mm-hmm. bitter. That's why the black currant is popular, and that's. I think it's wildly popular in Europe, by the way this uh, website makes it sound. And not, it's gaining popularity in America, but not too many people uh, are into that flavor yet in America. But what about you guys? I see it popping up in more things. I think that's what uh, Chris was alluding to before about is it really nostalgic or is it kind of a new thing? I, think it, I feel like it's kind of a newer thing, at least here in the United States, or at least here in the northern part of the United States. Not one Christmas celebration have I been to where people go, mm, and try the black currants. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's not nostalgic. It's like, oh, we've got mashed potatoes, gravy, cranberries, the black currants, of course, under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. All right. So uh, any other notes on this one? I liked it, despite it kind of lingering for me but i really like cranberry what kind of number you want to put on it um i'm gonna give it a four i actually really like this one ernie you know i wrote four down um but i hesitated because i'm not sure if it was like a four and a quarter four and a fifty i really like this um so i'm gonna decide on 425 4.25 i'll match you 4.25 that was a fun one yeah not too bad for really? summer it made my mouth happy Yay. All Especially right. after the seltzers, it kind of just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's much up. more lively. It's a, yeah, it's a real go to. It's starting to wake up your taste buds a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. couldn't have been that I've been drinking. <laughs> Probably not. I've been you drinking. You had a little bit of Cavassier a little bit ago. Uh, a little bit. And now you're on to the. Oh, right, a little bit of Cavassier, sir. Oh, All right. Uh, we so got the, bigger. So the average for the Wilderness Tuxedo by Bent Paddle is 4.1666. Huh. We like Hail that. Satan. Bent paddle out of Duluth Minnesota. It's great that there's three people here doing the reviews. That way I can bust that out a little bit more. I love <laughs> it. I am here for it. All right. The next beer up is the Shiner Holiday Cheer. Yay. It looks Ooh, like caramel. 
Mm-hmm. Like it is very. What is a Dunkelweizen? What does so, that mean? Okay, so Shiner.com says holiday traditions come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, ours comes in freshly wrapped bottles and cans. This old world Dunkelweizen is brewed with Texas peaches and roasted pecans. Perfect for cracking open in front of a crackling fire. It's a 5.4% ABV with a 22 IBU, and it's available in winter in bottles, cans, and drafts. So it, uh... So did you say, uh, what was it, roasted pecans and... Pe- Pe- Texas pecans peaches. And peaches. Peaches and pecans? Yep. Peaches and pecans. To me, it smells <laughs> Jesus like... Jesus Christ. You know... <laughs> oh, that one you know deserves how a... pine cones don't... <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah. You know how pine cones don't really smell like... Pine, they kind of have their own like woody scent. More the cone. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> you know what, Ernie? I'll see where this is going. All they, day long. It, it has a very like woody scent to me. It doesn't quite like I can't place it. But I also think I get that pecans, something mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, something almost that may roasty. be the woody stuff that you're yeah. almost kind of malty but sweeter. It's weird. Well, I I get peaches. Right away. Millions of peaches? Peaches for me? <laughs> ah, free, too. I had to pay for shit. Are they in a can? Were they put there by a man? Uh, this came out of a bottle, and now it's in a glass. Are you not focused? And now it's in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. just, just to reiterate for you, uh, uh, Dunkelweizen is a, wa- is a Weizen-style beer. It's grainy, bready flavor underlying the beer. It's got slight caramel notes and a toasty bread crust-like Character from the Munich Malts. Yeah. Oh, you were done. I like it. <laughs> right? a lot. I was like waiting for something else there for a second. The face you're making looks more like a comma. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still. I know. I know. He's I'm trying to. He's trying to bite through what's written there. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm trying to sift through what's not going to put us to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm going to take Ernie. a sip of it. So I get a little of the. I, I get peach right away on on the nose. I, I do get a little bit of that breadiness, and it could be the pecan, or it could be the other fucking. Uh, malts. I'm gonna take my first sip. Ernie has finished a glass. Yeah, this is why you haven't been around for a while. That's his style. I know, but it's I gotta write my shit every down. time. Uh, every time. Definitely do get that dryness of the Dunkelweiss. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, also like kind of malty. Like we were saying about it, Chris. It was. It's... Yeah, because I'm smart. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into this week. Yeah, I haven't um, drank beer in a while. Yeah. yeah, I've been on a whiskey kick, so it's fun to drink beer. Uh, and for me, Dunkelweizen's a perfect time at this year to have out because it's like that, you know, Oktoberfest style beers, right? Yep. And, and, and so I think the first thing I get uh, when I drink it too, same thing I got off the nose, I get peach immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't stay or last very long, and then it fades out into those like the uh, Marzen styles where you get that maltiness. Um, so there's a lot of malt backing, a little bit of that caramel in the back end. This but it's is not, really... it's not quite malt liquor. It's got that good malt. Oh yeah, malt fuck not, not malt liquor, but the maltiness where you get toast. You know, you get the breadiness. Definitely ends on a toasty note. It kind of goes like woody, and then and then you get the peach, and then it goes back to the woody toasty. Yeah, it's a good. It's I agree good with everything beer. you both said. It's a hefty it's, beer. It's, it's muy bueno. I don't know. Fun for around the fire <laughs> type, you know. It, it's not like the sour. Again, the sour is 
a, a morning, sour. A morning beer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, this is, is more like definitely a very different. From dinner beer. Oh, yeah, this is definitely yeah. you have with dinner, and it adds a little bit of sweetness right away. But yeah, that malt at the back is great. And used to really like this beer a few years ago. Um, so we would look forward to it every year. And then just like a couple of years ago, she just really stopped drinking beer. Now she kind of drinks seltzers or um, her vodka cranberry or she'll make her mules. But uh, yeah, she really used to like this beer because I think she liked the, the flavor of full. It's, it's full. Yeah. It's a, it's a hefty beer. It is. But at the same time, it doesn't like... It's not too beer forward. I can sip this, and you guys know that I'm not heavy on the beer taste. Yep. And I, I'll drink more of it. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't reach for it like unless someone gave it to me. And now that I've had it, I will definitely go back to it. It's actually pretty good. I think this would be one of those beers, um, kind of like the Oktoberfest that I really love, but. I don't know if I'd want to drink it all year round. I know we talked about the seasonal beer and stuff, Correct. but even if this was available, it's like one of those things where I would look forward to this coming out and have it for, you know, a few weeks and then, okay, I'm, I've had enough and I'll, I can wait another, you know, 11 and a half months I don't until know. it comes out again. This would be good in a late summer evening because you do get that fruit forward a little yep. bit of that peach right away. I think it could be drank year round, but you're wrong. I'm wrong, I guess. I mean, you time. certainly I... could drink it all year. Well, but... thanks for... Did we already do <laughs> a poll? Thanks up. We already had an instant poll. <clears throat> um, I'm going to make Ernie start, please, because I'm between two numbers. So if Ernie could uh, give me a second to think about it. Okay. Go. Ernie. Four, seven, five. Okay, like 4.5. Okay, I'll go with a four. Were your numbers that you were between two and four? No, I was stuck between a three, <laughs> seven, five, and a four. Oh, okay. And I just couldn't decide, like, if I liked it as much as the Bent Paddle or not. But it's a very different style oh, of vastly, beer. Vastly different. Yeah. And so I had to think about, for the style of beer, what did I think about it? And I actually, I, I like it. I gave it a four. All right. So the average for the Shiner Holiday Cheer is 4.4166. Hail Satan. I'm going to start saying it. (laughs) You can just, should I I pull out the strip club DJ voice and you can record me and just do it every time? Well, you'll get a chance to bust that out on our very last beer for the day. Speaking of which, the next one is by Bells, one of Chris's favorite breweries. Yeah, man. I've not had this one before, so I'm stoked. Stoke, stoke, stoke. So if you go to bellsbeer.com and you look this yep, beer yep, up, yep. it's their Christmas ale. This traditional scotch ale is rich and malty with notes of caramel and a warm finish. Might be good to have a little bit of a scotch right now with it, maybe, yeah? Chris? Well, fuck. Do we have it's always It's always good to have scotch with... A scotch ale? No, with, with more scotch. Uh, you leave, <laughs> you leave uh, a blank space after with. It's always good to have a scotch with. All right, certain to make any occasion festive or at least a bit more bearable. Enjoy with the company of friends and family. 7.5% ABV. Yikes. For a beer. Okay. Yep. How many money is this? And it says food pairings are roasted light meals, pork, turkey, root vegetables, parsnips, cauliflower, pecans, gr- some kind of cheese that I can't pronounce. Gruyere. Yep. Had some the other night. Yeah. Yeah? Fucking A. Looks like a brown ale. To me, it looks like straight up Dark, the dark side of raw honey. 
Because oh, it's yeah. thick and bubbly, and the, the head on it is actually kind of a pretty color. But the rest of it looks like straight up raw honey. Yeah, deep dark amber. What do you guys get in the nose? Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we both set it down. We, we're like, Don't yeah, you guys well, know the structure by now? We, I'm on my we, second we, glass. What I'm, are we doing? <laughs> First, we do Actually color, not. then we do nose, then we do palette. Hey, Dude, welcome all, to Brews, Brews, and Reviews. <laughs> I'm all seltzer up. That's Nox. <laughs> um, I, m- malty, kind of like Nox. Malty, but uh, maybe a slight hint of caramel or something semi sweet like that. Yeah, hidden, uh, hidden deep you don't in there. Get a, you don't get a big nose on this one. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, we're all a- we're all humming because we can't quite place it. Apparently, yeah, maybe a little of that caramel, a uh, little maltiness. I don't know. It smells a lot like the glass it's in. I kind of want to pour more just to get like fresh out of the bottle. Kind of want to pour more but- just. To drink bathe well, I am not on your level, and I have not finished my sample, Ernie, as he oh, pours Oh, these are samples. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little, like, chocolatiness uh, when I taste it, though. It uh, must be from the malts, Ooh. but I don't pick out a lot of, like, uh, distinguishable flavors. They're all kind of, they meld, it, it melds really well, and it just tastes good. Maltiness. A little caramelish, but also not being a real big beer drinker, I'm not mad at it. It doesn't linger. It doesn't kick me in the face. I actually would enjoy sipping this, especially next to a fire Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's big great. and round. It's robust. Something. I got, <laughs> I got a little bit. Of, I got a little bit of information for you guys. If Ooh. you go to vinepair.com, which is one of my favorite websites to go to, but you yell at me when I go on my phone when we're. To uh, recording. to uh, learn about beers and whatnot. Um, originating in Edinburgh in the 1800s, Scotch ales, sometimes referred to as We Heavy, are super malty, rich ales full of caramel flavors and aromas. That's my nickname in high school. <laughs> we, we Heavy? heavy. We <laughs> Heavy. Uh, it's Pooh Bear now. Uh, <laughs> the reason for this is that... he likes honey. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The reason for this is that Scotch ales go through a longer boil in the kettle, allowing the wort to caramelize. The result of this process is a dark brown, full-bodied ale, bursting with flavor and generally higher in alcohol. Roasted multi caramel flavors dominate in those boisterous brews, which usually clock in at a whopping 6-10% ABV. A slight bitterness may be present, though the strong caramel flavors from the long boil tend to dominate over noticeable bitterness. Unsurprisingly, some scotch ales may have a slight peaty flavor to them. Huh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that a little bit. I don't get any peat, but I do, okay... So it's it's like a burnt caramel or a, just a dark caramel. Yeah, it's just bread. that that longer boil. I get a. I agree with everything you guys have said, Chris. Um, maltiness. Uh, it's a little sticky. It's kind of it has a little bit of sweetness, but it's malty as well. It, it's got a deep roastiness uh, to it. Yep, kind of like you said, like that burnt, almost like a burnt, but not overly burnt. It's like if you just like your toast slightly brown, but not burnt, just a little toasty. Just like that. Yeah, yeah, just like that. <laughs> it's like when I move, you move. Right. Just like that. I thought it was dip, but I dip, you dip, uh, we dip. There's two different... You are... <laughs> I have no The idea. DJ in the group says you are quoting two different songs. Okay. Yes. All Send right. help. Um, Any other I tasting notes? don't hate this, actually, for being a beer beer. 
again, same with the the Shiner. Like it's definitely a beer. You can taste the the roastiness to it, but it actually doesn't. It doesn't make me wrinkle my nose at it. I get kind of that caramely, toasty flavor, and I really like it. Yeah, pretty good. It's a pretty good beer. Is it live to its name, Christmas Ale? Does it remind you of Christmas night? No. Okay. I mean, no. Maybe not Christmas, but definitely a snowfall. Well, I mean, it's got fall flavors, but it <clears throat> it doesn't just make me think of Christmas. It, it's nothing like that, but it's a good fall beer. I Winter agree. Beer. All right, throw some numbers on this one. Chris? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, four. Yeah, four's good. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Four. I seem to be giving a lot of those. I'm going to give it a five. I liked the Shiner one a bit more. That's why. So there. Suck on that, Ernie. What do we got? All right. So the average for the uh, Bell's Christmas Ale is 4.3333. All right. Well done, Bell's. Another fine beer by (laughs) Bell's. Excellent. All right. This next beer is by Southern Tier Brewing. If you go to stbcbeer.com, this is their 2Xmas Ale, spiced double ale, brewed with fig paste, orange peels, ginger root, cardamom, cinnamon, and cloves. Mm. All right, it says here Swedish flags are a fairly common sight. Failure? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking flags are failures. In our part of the country, holiday parties often have warm concoctions of spice and booze at the ready to knock the dice off of toes while raising spirits. We were inspired. Says you. <laughs> we were inspired by a glog party, deciding on the spot to brew a beer that pays tribute to this Nordic tradition. Two Xmas Ale combines traditional brewing ingredients with figs, orange peels, cardamom, cinnamon, clove, and ginger root. It's a holiday addition to the Two X line, and another reason to toast to the season. But unlike glog. We recommend serving this one chilled. Food pairings are blue cheese, sausages, holiday cookies, pickled herring, and fish. I'm a little afraid because I watched Chris's first reaction to the smell on this, and he had to like pull his head away and go woo outside of the microphone. So I'm kind of oh, it's cardamom, it, cardamom, it's cardamom, cinnamon, clove, all up in your fucking business. It's eight percent ABV too, by like, the way. It's. Uh, yeah, this is... Oh. I th- is that that clove that I haven't smelled since, like, the 90s? Those cigarettes. <laughs> Those cigarettes. Everybody got a tin of Dijarums. Yep. Oh. It smells like... I have a box that I throw all of my spare tea bags in that, like, they're really? kind of all... I have a lot of flavors <laughs> of tea. And this definitely smells like when I open up that Tupperware. It's just all of the tea. It's got a lot going on. It does. It is nice. Very you know, nice. You get, you get maybe a bit of ginger. Um, barely any orange, but to me, it's just all cardamom, cinnamon. It's pretty, though. It's a real nice but amber Maybe a color. little uh, fig with a question mark next to it. Fig? Fig. Paste. Fig paste. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> it smells good, though. It's a little overpowering, but. Yeah, it tastes a little overpowering. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's uh, it's all spiciness and bitterness and. What's I don't the... even know if this is liquid. 
<laughs> I might just be chewing on spices. I'm not entirely sure. It's a. Uh, it it <laughs> it finishes bitter, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It's bitter and it's dry. But but initially, right when it uh, when you take a sip, it like oh, kind of reminds me of the uh, uh, Shiner Cheer a little bit. It was just a little bit of almost semi sweetness. Um, it does malty, have- but then it it just kind of finishes dry, and it kind of like I liked you there for a second, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's. Really- it says it's got a 40 IBU. Oh well, that that explains a lot. I'm gonna say that it tastes like if Grandma fucked up the recipe for the molasses cookies, and. She oopsed and there's didn't put too any molasses. Much. Yeah, she put yeah. cloves in instead of molasses. Yeah, it, and doubled it. It starts off sweet. Like when you take your first sip, it kind of is like, oh, hey, I might be nice. And then you realize that it really isn't. It goes to shake your hand and then slaps you in the face. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm psych. Psych. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. So this would be a beer that would be good for cellaring then. So if you, when you accelerate it, it conditions more and... Um, those strong flavors might calm down a little bit. You want to smell it? It's just a bit much for me. Yeah. Well, that's very much Christmas smell, though. It smells wonderful. Not <sighs> so much when you take a sip. It's celebrating two Christmases <laughs> at the same time. Too many Christmas too lights. Too many Christmas! <laughs> I kind of... What it does it taste like? Christmas lights, almost? <laughs> right. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right, any more? Um, no, I've got nothing more to say. All right. It's, it's too much. I'm glad it's limited. <laughs> it should have been l- more limited. All right, Jade, you start this one. Well, um, yeah. my least favorite of the seltzers got a two, so this gets a two. I do not want it. No, thank you, Ernie. 2.5. Yeah, two and a quarter. That's one fourth. Uh, that's two five. All right, so the average for the Southern Tier, uh, 2X mess is 2.25. Imagine that. All right, Jade. Little below average. Give me just a second to grab the can. Maybe they planned for you to be very, very sick when you drink this. Like, oh, they probably got a cold or the flu when they're going to drink this because it's that season. So let's amp up all the flavors because they won't be able to taste very well. I think meant. This is meant for six people. Sick people. Well, you should uh, finish that <laughs> in, uh, bottle it's like, then. It's, it's like medicine. People. Yeah. It's, yep. All right. This next one. We have Swing Barrel's Little Drummer's Throne. Twas the night before Christmas for one drummer boy who wanted one thing, but no, not a toy. He dreamed of stage and counting with clicks as he laid down the rhythm with peppermint sticks. But still incomplete was his sweet drummer's kit, as he wished for a present upon which to sit. And then with delight, his present was shown. It was the most comfortable drummer's throne. And this is a peppermint porter. Yes, it is the peppermint porter. We are rolling the can, finding we are a 7.5 ABV. All right, crack her open and see what this one's like. Those fuckers at Swing Barrel think they're pretty clever, huh? <laughs> they, they are pretty clever. No, they have man. really fun. They have really fun uh, videos yeah, too. The videos stuff. too. The that one for Oktoberfest was it went hilarious. Everywhere. I just need you all to know it went everywhere. Oh. 
Exploding can. <laughs> I think when ah, we were that's there, they we talked about how they they filled them. They are new exploder cans. Full cans. Look at Whoa. that. <laughs> it's very heady. <laughs> nice head. It's a really nice wow, nutty dark. brown it color, and I like it. It's black. The beer itself, yes. It just re- was released uh, on Friday. Oh. So two days so ago as of the recording. Oh, December 4th? Yes. Yeah, the, the head on this. Look, Well, mine was the first poured, and it, it wants to linger. It's Yeah, look at that. Still. Nice. A pretty rich, nutty color, and it... Yeah, it looks much more like a porter than it does a peppermint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What are you guys in the nose? Just to clarify that, there's no stripes in this. <laughs> it's I, not I, very nose heavy. No, actually, I, I don't get much peppermint out of the no, off the nose. Yeah, it's just slightly there. It's uh, it smells much more like that. You know, the deep roast yep, porter. I agree. Uh, and then it's just got that hint of peppermint that that is welcoming. That's what I would say about it. Okay. Again, I'm gonna say our. We chose to put both of the peppermints separate because we thought that they were going to be very pepperminty. And both of these have been a pleasant surprise for us, I think. And on the palate? Yeah, they're not they're not too peppermint forward. Even smelling it, a little bit of a taste as I had to mm-hmm. <laughs> not overflow my glass. They've actually been pretty delicate with the peppermint and I like it. And yeah, after taking a sip, that peppermint is what you get as it lingers. You don't really taste it until after the sip. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it I like how we have to wait for the full sounder to stop. (laughs) And one of these days, he's going to put in Alice's Restaurant, and we're going to be here for 43 minutes. (laughs) That's a long sounder. Anyway, yeah, I kind of agree with Jade that that peppermint doesn't come until a little bit after you get that almost like chocolatey-ish malt, you know, from the beer. And then it kind of gets pepperminty and... Yeah, this is this so is you, fucking grand. They use the uh, right amount of peppermint is what you're saying. Deli- Not too much? It's delicate. I agree also. Is um, this a porter? Yeah, definitely it's a porter. It's dark, it's roasty, it's thick, it's got body. And then it just kind of finishes with just uh, the right amount, a little bit amount of Touch peppermint. Yeah. I would have maybe liked a little bit more peppermint. But then it's one of those things would that then dominate all the taste. Probably. But, um, yeah, and it's sticky. Mm, yeah, that's pretty good. Well-balanced, I should say. Yeah, well-balanced. Nothing thick. over sexiness. Yeah. This is, this is one you date. And oh, he's smoking a cigarette on the can. <laughs> he's a badass drummer. He's a badass drummer, and he's using uh, peppermint canes, it looks like, sticks for uh, the sticks. Sticks. Huh. Cool can art. Bofrazy. Bofrazy, yeah. Any other final uh, notes on this beer before you're ready? Delicious. That's that's it. Okay. Mm. This is my favorite of the day. And that's weird for me to say because I'm not big on porters. I'm going to give this a 475. I really like this, especially since we're here to talk about holiday beers. Yeah. Ernie? 
I'm going to agree with you on a, a, as far as the number. 475. I'm going to give it a... Uh, five. Five. It's five. Yeah. That's Your favorite? Good. Oh, it's easily my favorite. So, we really like this one today. Excellent. All right. So, the average for the... Uh, Little Drummer's Throne by Swing Barrel is 4.833. Fuck yeah, Swing Barrel. Little so, Drummer's Throat. And I that's uh, good enough <laughs> to win the episode out of the five beers we had, with mm-hmm. uh, The Shiner coming in second at 4.4166. Nice. Then Bells. So, Chris, does this remind you of any of your th- uh, Christmas traditions? No. Any of these beers? There's uh, less, you know, fighting. <laughs> so what are your what's what's uh, no, we don't your Christmas fight. tradition? We don't like? fight a lot. Uh, we always used to just go to my sister Debbie's and hang out and you know eat the day before, open presents the next or that night, and wake up and Santa would leave you the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, big, that's big family dinner. Big family dinners. Yeah, we'd always go to my sister's, and so it was all of us. You know, like what about opening presents? Twenty five people after dinner, and yeah, yeah. Open some presents, uh, you know, and everybody, everybody get at least one joke that you had to sit through. <laughs> I remember getting a, I got a pair of like track shoes, but they were like literally from 1973, and this was in the mid 90s. <laughs> so I opened them, like, what the fuck, the fuck are these? <laughs> like I'm not even in track. <laughs> I like, what are those? I don't know why you'd buy me these. And they were like two sizes too small, and everybody's just and I, so that was the first year anybody had pranked anybody with a gift. So I was like, "What? Uh, What's going on? Here? These don't fit, <laughs> and uh, I can't bring them back because there's no time machine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trade them for a bigger size anyway." So yeah, our family we like to fuck with each other a bit, so we always have little like white elephant and stuff. That sounds like fun. Where everybody does a little gag gift. Mostly, I just bring liquor. <laughs> yeah. My tradition's a little bit different. Uh, we usually went to my grandparents' house when I was a kid. We celebrate our Christmas on Christmas Eve. So we get there in the afternoon to, uh, to Lisbon, because that's where they lived. Um, and uh, we just hang out for a little while. And while Grandma and Grandpa did some cooking, and then we ate a big dinner. Usually, uh, oyster stew was the favorite of the house. Yeah, I know. And, Kla- <laughs> and uh, Aunt Bernice's kolashkis. Oh, those what the fuck? Awesome. What did you say? Kaloshkis. Uh, those are things that you put over your boots? No. Those are galoshes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Dang it. And I, you were like, what the fuck is he talking about? And we usually start with uh, sit down after dinner, and then we'd read uh, some Christmas stories. I think my grandparents would uh, read Bible verse about Christmas, and then we'd open presents. So we'd always be the youngest person first, and end with the oldest. So my grandpa always was last. Yeah, well, they've they've been waiting their whole life. <laughs> yep. so. Wait longer. How about you, Jade? Chris's traditions. Um, I'm gonna go with more recent, and my family has started um, booking hotel rooms because in Fergus Falls we have a hotel that has a pool that is shaped like Minnesota. And Interesting. The so there's tub. only like 10,000 spots that have water? Exactly. 10,000 of them. <laughs> Puddles. We cannot fit that many people in that pool. Trust me. But we have started um, getting that. And on Christmas Eve, we'll go out and we will spend some time in the pool, play with the kids, sit in the hot tub, relax. And then we all get out 
change, whatever, and then go back in and we'll set up a big table. And again, the youngest hands out the gifts and the oldest starts unwrapping. Hmm. Um, and we'll we'll go that way. We also do, like Ernie said, that they've started um, drawing names. Well, ours is, we draw names for like our, our $50 gift, that the, the big one. And then everybody else gets something small. You know, we just kind of like, like yeah. a handshake or something? Yeah, yeah I got Solid you a lotion shakes. from Bath and Body Works. Here's your one lotion. Hey, I did good this year. Here's a $30 gift instead of a $10 gift. You know, we kind of, within our means, doesn't matter what we did this year. We'll see what happens. But um, I just moved back into the house that my great-grandparents built. And so I'm sure that my family will get hotel rooms, but we're actually going to come back to the house that kind of started it all. And I've got a Christmas tree. We're going to have to cook elsewhere until I get my oven fixed, whatever. But we are going to be able to come back to the family home that was built in the 50s and be able to spend Christmas in our family home this year. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. I'm real yeah, excited. That cool. All right, we here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews want to wish you, our listeners, a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And whatever whatever holiday. Happy Yule. Yeah, Hanukkah. All that stuff. Started it. Uh, Because we are an international podcast. Yeah. Woo! Thanks for or Happy Tuesday for some. We've got like 13 countries that listen to us. We just gained 14 this year, but we have more from previous year. Well, that's fucking dope. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. You can get a hold of Knox if you want my voice to do your ads. Just email us at bruisebooseandreviews at hotmail.com. What about my voice? (laughs) (laughs) I can read. I want you to do all of my ads ever. If you like Chris's voice, just so you can mute it, get a hold of Knox at Bruce Booze and Reviews. You want to have power over <laughs> shutting me up. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Drive safe. Be safe. Uh, even this or pandemic, else. you know, we hope everybody is depression-free and, and trying to be happier and do more things during this holidays. And we uh, cheers you for that. Thank you for listening to our episode. If anybody wants to write jokes for me, <laughs> that, that would help. Please. Same email address. <laughs> send, send help. But this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. For more information, head over to BruceBooseandReviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. You can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and beer for our fridge to review for you. And of course, thanks to our listeners and neighbors without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you we say... May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers! Happy Festivus! Happy Festivus.